Sat Pod. Me, 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 me. 186 is what that translates <laughs> from. It is uh, November the 23rd, 2017. Thus, it is the American Thanksgiving as well. Mm. Happy Thanksgiving yeah. to all you Yankee Doodle Landies. You're about a month late. That's okay. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing down there. Bunch of bunch of idiots. Clocks must be wrong. Bunch of idiots. That's okay. We still love you. Um, I responded. Somebody tweeted us and said, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, and included us in a bunch of other podcasts, mostly American. Uh-huh. So I said essentially that. And I was like, ah, the real Thanksgiving was a month ago. Welcome to the party. And I found a gif of Trish Stratus wearing a Canadian flag on her back and pointing to it. So I was like... Can't argue with that logic. No, no. We got Chris Strat- Trish Stratus, so. Chris or, Stratus. Or Chris Stratus is her, her brother, I believe. Either well, way, we well, got them both. Transgender gimmick. We <laughs> got them both. Um, yeah, it's just uh, me and Brando today. We were originally, well, I tried to get a four-man. Uh, Boris is uh, busy doing his school things. Semester wrapping up with, with the tests and the other things. So uh, he's busy, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Man's got to do what his man's got to do. Scotty yeah. is uh, sick. And wanted, well, not wanted, was asking if he should come in, and I told him, fuck no. Yeah, you stay the fuck away from us. I don't want any of that shit. I'm still getting over something, yeah. So uh, I'm good. I'm good on that. So Scotty's going to take the week off, which is fine, because really the only one that should be here is the champ, and that's me. So Mm -hmm. everyone else can suck it. And the champ, which which is me. The other champ is me. I'm the champion. I'm the other one, though. Right. Yes. The other. (laughs) The other champion. Yeah. That's you. Um, yeah, we had, uh, we had, uh, uh, un- uncharted territories when it comes to the Sapod Picks Championship because of this past weekend, uh, because Brando and I tied and we're both over on, uh, on the time estimation. We talked about this happening while we, we were did. making the picks. We're like, it's we not going to, it's, there's two shows. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But then, uh, then it did. Then it did. So, uh, Ty, the good, good commissioner, Ty Loney. Said that uh, whoever was over by the least, which is funny because you picked 401 and me picked 4. And God bless that guy, but if I've ever heard of a more mailed-in decision in my life. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting something a little... Uh, he's fucking in the middle of a movie with the missus and checks his phone and he's just like, I don't know, hmm. whoever's over by the least, I guess. Yeah, I was expecting like, oh, you guys should do this and then the winner of that. But that's, a, you know what? Hey, it's, it's, his, it's, his it's his job. It's not our job. That being said, I think we found a way to uh, avoid that situation. We're yeah. still fine-tuning it, but by the time we get to the next pay-per-view, which I believe is Clash of Champions, yeah. uh, we should have that nailed down. You're so never going to get to a, to a situation where you don't ever need a commissioner, mm. but we're trying to maybe lower the amount of times we sure. need a commissioner. Yeah. And I bet you that what happened this weekend probably won't happen again for a while. But... Not very often. Generally, one minute is a great pick yeah. because it, it yeah. spreads a whole... Long thing, but they were telling me that show was going to be four hours, and by gum, I was like, "Well, <laughs> I'm going to believe them." Yeah, that show was not four hours. Nope. I mean, it was, it was closer to four hours and three. Three forty-seven, I think it ended up being six yeah. somewhere in that area. It was a good show. Yeah, it was a great weekend, as a matter of fact. Um, but before we get to all that jazz, mm-hmm. uh, anything, uh, anything new in your world, Brando, that you would like to tell the good peoples about? Oh, let's see. Um. I don't think so. I bought that Call of Duty game that you got. You bought. Uh, you have that before the last show. You talk about that on the last show. I feel like you did. Uh, I might have, but I hadn't played online yet. So. Okay, 
We play some Call of Duty. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. They've made it kind of like Destiny. Yeah, yeah, with the with the daily stuff and the weekly stuff, yeah. And there being a hub, yeah, which is essentially your your tower. I wish there was some PVE stuff like Destiny. That's my jam. I like shooting computer players with my friends. Zombies. I'm so tired of zombies. I wish they'd do something different. It's essentially what it is. But you haven't played the zombies yet. It is very different. I know, but why has it always got to be zombies? Why can't it be something different? That's fair. Maybe they're planning on it. Maybe that's something down the road. Maybe. I hope so. That'd be cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Because it does feel a lot like Destiny with everything, like I said, the hub and all these mini games yeah. within the hub. and It's cool. It's different. It's a different look for Call of Duty, yeah. which is cool. I'm uh, I'm still trying to get into it. I'm trying to clear the biggest hurdle for me, which was like even when we started that first multiplayer map and I've played like a mission of the campaign, maybe not even the full mission, but up until the first big cutscene, uh, And I'm like, I don't know that I care about old war the way I hoped I would by the time this game came around. Mm. Cause, and I know you do because you play those old Call of Duties still. Mm-hmm. Um and ever since, like, Advanced War... No, was it Advanced? Yeah, yep. Advanced Warfare, I've been like, I don't think I want to go back, ever. Yeah, see, I just... I don't like double jump and... Yeah, and it's not even... Scaling and wall running. It's and, not even the movement for me, although I, I don't I don't mind that at all. It's I, I think it's just the guns. Like, I think I like the new guns and the new, like, fucking dumb, cool tech things where they're like, I'm going to put this computer on this wall and it's going to show us where everyone is. Sure. And I'm like, I will believe that that's a thing, even though it probably isn't. Mm-hmm. Whereas then you go back to this, and it's like, oh, it's just shooting and playing throwing again. Yep. I don't mind it. It's very simple in yeah. its essence. I really wanted to get Battlefront after they sorted all that shit out. Yep. So then I think I was kind of sad about that. Mm. We that, can only it's afford day one. Will come. It's yeah. day will come soon. Who knows? Maybe this Black Friday sale starting, so... Could be on sale this weekend for dirt cheap. It probably won't be, but you yeah. never know. Never know. You never know. I bet you it doesn't go down before Christmas. No, it won't. Maybe right before Christmas it goes down like 20 bucks. That uh, that New Year's sale sometimes, they put some cool stuff on there. Yeah. Right after Christmas, so we'll see. Yeah. Other than that, I'm reading It. Hmm. That's a book about a clown. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yesterday I had a moment where I was legitimately terrified. Um, I was sitting on the couch. You were pooping, as you are. Yep. Um, I was sitting on the couch reading the book and I heard like snow crunch right outside on our deck and literally like physically jumped. Like I like started, I was like, Oh, ah! and like looked out and it was, it was dark out there and I'm like squinting. I was like, is someone fucking on our patio? We're mm-hmm. on the third floor. Uh, it kind of stared through, was kind of like trying to look through the glare. Uh, eventually there was nothing and I was like, okay, well I'm just going crazy and terrified because I'm reading this scary book. Right. And then you came out and opened the door and you said, Oh, there's a crow who's been walking around out here. Yeah, there's little bird tracks on the <laughs> snow on the balcony. So I was like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> it is funny that that all happened in that sequence. Yeah, and it was not a very long amount of time because I heard it while you were in the bathroom and you came out less than five minutes later. And you're like, oh, yep. there's a bird walking out here since the last time I seen it. Yep. I'm easily terrified when I'm reading. Goddamn scary, crows. scary movies don't 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 really scare me. No. Scary books though. They'll get you. They'll get me. Makes sense. Yeah. The, the, even now, 27 years old, and if mm-hmm. I'm reading that book like late into the night and I want to go get a glass of water, I'm like, there's nope. probably something fucking out there. Not going to do that. I wonder if Warren's awake. Maybe just, he can give me I'll some just water. just drink my own piss. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> Sterile. <laughs> Survival mode inside this quarantine room. Not, not leaving this fucking room. That's right. Um, 
I don't really got anything else either. We uh, we went to Boris's for the uh, pay per view on Saturday. That's right. Sans uh, me. Yes, you were you were in the in the cow town. Yeah, doing your football things. That's right. Um, it was a good time. Me, uh, Colton Kelly, joined me with his uh, lovely girlfriend and his brother, and we had some drinks. Hopefully, at our different place. people. Yeah, very different people. Yeah. Uh, had some drinks at our place first, and then went over to uh, Boris's house mm-hmm. and had more drinks. Sure, of just random fucking liquor. Whatever from you get your hand on. Mrs. Boris's liquor cabinet from mm-hmm. people that had just left it from parties past, as as you do when you go to a house party. That's right. It's good form. So we were drinking. Uh, there was this fucking okay. So one thing you should know about me: I don't like tequila. In mm-hmm. fact, I hate tequila. Sure. And perhaps my least favorite flavor. Of anything food-wise in the world is coconut. So you put the two okay. together, and that's what we were drinking. That's gross. They didn't tell me that it was coconut. They're like, oh, I think it's just it looks like tequila. It's tequila. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, that, I guess if that's what everyone's doing, I'll do a little tiny bit. And I'm not kidding you. They gave me like a fraction of a shot, <laughs> and I still like it was it was disgusting because of the coconut. But we still put a bunch of that down, and then there's some random moonshine that somebody had. Okay. We were drinking that. Uh, which tasted like pure gasoline. Did it have X's on it? I don't even remember looking at the bottle. Mm. It was a little little fuzzy. Um, that was your first mistake. Yeah, no kidding. And that was it. Yeah, we just kind of hung out. It was it was weird because Boris invited some of his, uh, his Nate friends. Over okay. There. And by the time we got there, all of his Nate friends were there. So the way Boris is, it's, I guess, would you call it a condo? Oh, no. I'd call Duplex. it a townhouse. Townhouse, okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's technically four levels. Right. So you enter in on one level, and then you can go up to the living room, which is like five steps. Yep. And then up another five steps to the kitchen. Yep. And then up another five steps to the bedroom the, the top area. top floor. It's like, it's, like, it's like a ground floor, a floor and a half, and a top floor. Right. Um, and also a basement. And also You a can basement. go down, too. So yeah. Anyway, so they're all in this living room area, mm-hmm. and there's no seats because it's it's not... I mean, it's roomy, but if there's the heat, there was must have been right. ten of them down there already. Sure. Um, and then me, Scotty, I mean Colton Kelly, mm-hmm. down the time ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we all get there, and well, well, his brother and his girlfriend as well. So there was just no room. There's no way. So no. we all sat up in the kitchen, sure, because you can still see the TV from the right. kitchen. It's like area. A little balcony there, and the two worlds never mixed. <laughs> you know, really, we just stayed separated the entire time. That's so weird. I thought you were just going to be were, the bell of the ball when you got there. They were super awkward. Yeah, um, I thought there was like people were going to be like, "That's Warren Bears. He went to Nate." Well, Boris, as he does, introduced me as such. Mm-hmm. Um, no one cared from my radio station, and apparently one of them had just joined the street team for us. So I'm like, "Hey." Nice girl? to meet you. Yep. Um, and uh, What's yeah, name? it was just weird. I don't know. Was she blonde? I don't know. Oh, maybe that seems right. Sure. Couldn't tell. Maybe with streaks her, or something else with in her there. Top hat on. Well, she was. I mean, I guess I was looking at the back of her head the whole time. I was so. gonna say you had a perfect view. You were from yeah. above. The, the hair would have been the only thing you could see. I think there were streaks of like blue in there too. It's the one that we blue. watched the video of. Oh, okay. Different I girl. I don't remember what her name is, so. Different girl? Anyways. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. It was just funny that the worlds did not collide, except for Peter Go. Peter Go is good people. Okay, I'll take your word for I it. I like Peter Go. Um, He's I the only picture... one that actually made an effort to be like, hey, guys, and came up and talked to us. Yeah. It wasn't just super weird drinking 7-Up. 
Because that's what I thought. I thought people would like introduce, like he would introduce uh, you to people, mm-hmm. and then people would be like, "Okay, remember what you learned in networking class? <laughs> I got to get in good with this guy. He's going to get me a job one day." Well, maybe they were just intimidated by my striking good looks. That's true. Good maybe day. Um, uh, the Seven Up thing. I, I don't. We we were all young at one point in time. We were all fresh. Most of them were very young. I okay. think like like we're talking like eighteen to twenty one at most. Right. If you have your life together, yeah, you're getting out of high school and, going and, you're, right and into... you're yeah, you're not you're not more than a year away from college if that. Even when I started, I would have been twenty one. Sure. Twenty, just about to turn twenty one. I so. was twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. But I didn't have my life together so much. <laughs> well, but you did because you were already gone to another school and that's true. So, anyways, um. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to make fun of the guy because it's it is what it is. But Peter, go. No, I don't know this guy's name, but he okay. one of them showed up with a full uh, twelve pack of Seven Up. Okay. And, and it was not to share. He just he had it at his feet. Yeah. And was just crushing Seven Up soldiers all night. No shit. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe he was DDing as well. Yep. So that does very good on him. But if he was <laughs> to bring twelve, and I don't know if he pushed punished them all, but he, he put a. Good sized dent in them, just okay. based on watching them crack them every now and then. If I was going to DD, hmm. maybe that's not a bad idea. Because then you're still doing the act of drinking, right? And right? it is—it's a good drink. It's yep. not like and not like I love water. Mm-hmm. I'm a man who loves them some water. But there's something sobering about drinking water when everyone else is absolutely is drunk. Whereas yep. maybe if you were crushing totally. some some Seven Ups, maybe yep. I, I don't know why I wasn't drinking though. I mean, that's the thing. Is yeah. It's not like you don't go to a wrestling to. show and be, be sober, like right. even a viewing thing. Well, and the other thing is, don't go to a wrestling show if you have legitimately no interest in watching the wrestling. No, because there's a bunch of them there that were doing that. Like I'm talking, like guy makes his entrance uh-huh. within three seconds of his name being brought up, Alistair Black, for example. Sure, they would have already Googled and started saying jokingly his real name. Uh... Hey, Boris, are you a big fan of? I don't know Alistair Black's real name because I don't care. You, and they'd say it in ha ha ha. Ha ha. Don't do that. Did you know wrestling isn't real? Huh? Scotty uh, Scotty was getting legitimately heated at the guys looking up the real name. Yeah. <laughs> he good. was starting like fucking like getting loud enough that he yeah. was hoping that they would hear him. Hey, fuck you, man. Hey, hey, fuck you. And they didn't. Or that they did. They just never looked. But That's right. Fucking that Scotty probably... is coming from Scotty. He fucking <laughs> is dropping real names 24 7 on this podcast. Spoiling full shows for yeah. us. He's the worst. But Scotty. It was it was a good time. I would I like to see it. Scotty stand up for the righteousness <laughs> of wrestling. Yes. Uh that being said, whilst I was there that weekend, um I I locked down two WrestleMania correspondents for the sad pod. Oh hot damn. One being Boris. And oh, number two being wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> number two and the real one, the good one, uh-huh. being uh, his son Braden, who is also going to WrestleMania oh, with him. So lovely. They're going to be doing some stuff for us. I don't know if it'll be a full podcast or what they want to do with it, but it's they'll they'll do something. That's right. So that'll be cool. And they're doing like all of the things. All uh, of the Mrs. Things. Boris bought tickets for a lot of stuff that weekend. So that's pretty dope. They're gonna be checking out a lot of shows, which is pretty good cool. Good father son trip. Totally, I would. Oh, I'd like to go myself. <laughs> I'd like to have a father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it, though. I got nothing else to talk about. Nothing else. No, nothing else. Um, you, before we talk about the aforementioned takeover? Uh, no. Nothing? No, I don't think so. All right.
let's uh, let's jump into it. It was uh, NXT Takeover War Games from uh, Houston. Originally NXT Takeover Houston, but but now it's War Games. It's War Games. Um, good show. Yes. To start good weekend. That. Great weekend. Yeah. yeah. I think. Uh, I do think that, as as I think I mentioned last week, that this uh, this weekend was one of those rare ones where the main card show was, in fact, better than the NXT. Yep. But that doesn't take anything away from the NXT no, show. No, the NXT was really good. Speaks to how good the, the main card one mm-hmm. was, which is nice. Uh, first match of the night was Lars Sullivan, mm-hmm. Cassius Ono. Five minutes, 11 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, weird, weird match to open the show with, I'll say. Yes. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, I kind of like thought s- they might do the ladies first. Yeah. But something to get the people going. This was a match that didn't have much of a build. It wasn't going to be a really energetic match, athletic nope. match. Nope. So it seemed like a weird match to uh, to start off with. But I'm glad Lars Eller won. Yep. Because Sorry. I don't really give a shit about what happens to Chris Hero call, in this company. You called him Lars Eller. What are <laughs> Sullivan? Sullivan. <laughs> Lars Eller's a hockey player. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm trying to remember. I remember liking his entrance. Was it all black or something behind him, and it was just a spotlight? I think that's what it was. Mm. And it was just music, and it was totally black, Titantron, and walkway. Yeah. And they just had a spotlight following him. I think that's what it was. I remember liking the music. Yeah. But I don't remember what the what the Tron was doing. He's a big dude. He is a big dude. Um, Well-spoken. Yeah, as, as we, we found out on NXT this week. Um, he, he actually isn't that bad. Bit of a lisp, but it's makes him seem real, which is cool. Mm-hmm. He's got a very natural way of speaking, so well, there might be something with this guy. I mean, he went over. He beat him, so yep. it's something to keep an eye on. Alistair Black and the Velveteen Dream. This was way closer to my match of the weekend than it had any right to be. Yeah. It was I thought it was really good. I thought it was perfectly done. Yeah, totally. Yep. Um Alistair Black is still tremendous. Yep. Uh as is Velveteen Dream. Right. If uh, anyone was going to almost steal the show from yep. Alistair Black, it is this guy. Yep. Uh storytelling in this was really good. Mm-hmm. Um Finish was tremendous too. I yep. no no complaints about it whatsoever. Velveteen Dream's pants. Yes, He's rocking the Rick Rude pants. Very rude esque. With the we had his own face on one leg, Alistair Black's face on the other leg. Yep, uh, and beautiful, beautiful pants. They were very nice. Um, Alistair Black goes over here and then uh, did a little cross legged promo afterwards where he said his name because that was the whole build up was Velveteen wanted him to say his name, so he said it after he beat him. Yeah, perfect. And now Velveteen Dream goes home happy. Everyone's yep. a winner. Yep, that's right. Uh, and then we had the uh, Fatal 4-Way match for the vacant NXT Women's Championship. Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. A little shorter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, me too. It was only 9.52. And um, want to hear something cool about this match? I thought I spoiled it and had the wrong person winning. Oh, Good. Like, I, I literally thought I read somewhere before this happened and, like, quickly turned my phone off because I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, that Carrie Zane won this. Oh, yeah. And uh, I literally watched that whole match being like, oh, when are they going to put it on her? And then, any moment now. Yeah, and <laughs> then that uh, Ember Moon hits the double stunner for the finish, and yep. I was like, uh, someone's going to come break this up? Or... Yeah. And then there was a recount, and I was like, oh, I don't know what the fuck I read. <laughs> well, that's good. That's yeah. a nice little surprise. Exactly. Um, what do you think about Ember Moon winning in this here? Uh, I, I, I like it. I think she was the... I, she's the most believable. Mm-hmm. I kind of agreed with you. Let me tell you the two reasons, Warren, that I was totally okay with you getting that belt over me 
even though I felt like the tiebreaker was stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, because uh, you got more right on the main card. Sure. Uh, including like the main event, the biggest match you got right and I got wrong. Yep. And because I picked Ember Moon because you picked Peyton Royce. Okay. And had you picked... You were going to pick, had right. you, Yeah, I would have picked Peyton Royce if I was picking first. I remember that. So I was like, well, my point kind of came off of my second pick that I just yep. knew was a good pick to get away from Warren. Um, um, but yeah, I think I think she is the logical pick. I don't know if does, she's the most exciting pick. It does make sense. You actually made a really good point when we were watching NXT this week mm -hmm. with... The whole she couldn't beat Oscar twice. Yeah, and now that Oscar's gone, she wins. It kind of feels a little I don't want to say cheap, cheap but kind of <laughs> yeah. like that. It's like oh, now that that unstoppable force that I kept losing to is gone, now I can win. That's exactly it. Uh, but I, that might factor into her character or storyline at some. Could point, write some cool story with that, which yeah. is cool. But Especially I if think, she ends up on the main roster. I really think it would have been better to have um, Peyton Royce win it. Via nefarious means mm -hmm. with with what's her face, and then Ember Moon beats her eventually to finally get her first one. Because we always say it's always kind of about the chase. The chase is more exciting. Yeah, totally. And we just went through over a year of literally no chase yeah. and not even having a pay per view where we thought Oscar might lose. Right. So then it was kind of like, well, let's get a heel with that belt and someone trying to get mm -hmm. it away from her. And well, then that's, I was like, oh no, it's just another baby face. That's the other thing, like. Other than Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, who do they have for female heels? Yeah. If you put it on the heel, then you have all these baby faces that can challenge her for it until you're ready to flip it on to Ember or whoever it ends up being. Yeah. Because even, like, Nikki Cross toes that line. I'd put her more as a baby face right now than a heel. Nikki Cross? Yeah, me too. So it's like you now you just have Peyton Royce and then Billy Kay if you want, and then whoosh, nothing. Yep. So... But uh, don't not saying I dislike the fact that Ember Moon won. I think that's that is a good because she is like she seems the most credible. Yep. If you were to totally. look at it from someone who didn't know the inner workings of wrestling, you'd look at what they had all done so far and been yep. like, yeah, Ember Moon. Yep. Um, NXT Championship match was next: Drew McIntyre against Andrade Cien Almas with Zelina Vega, who is just brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, Fourteen minutes fifty-two seconds. This one went. It was. Uh, it wasn't like a great. Match of the year candidate necessarily for me, but it was a very good match. I yep, thought. Yeah, me too. Um, Andrade picks up the win, which legitimately surprised. Very me. surprising, I thought. Um, I liked it though. As soon as it happened, I'm like, yeah, okay, no, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yep, I'm on board. Good luck for him. He he is really. I mean, especially with Zelina, has really improved mm -hmm. um, the character, which had been very very stale. Even when he turned heel, I mean, that was a step in the right direction. But when he was by himself, he still hadn't found himself yet. And uh, so I, I like it, but uh, apparently Drew McIntyre tore his bicep in this match as well. Right. So that, uh, that probably doesn't help things. But this was the actual finish, regardless of that injury. It's right. not like this was on the fly. So yeah, uh, it's good. I like it. You too. And you know what? Now you got a heel champion. Yep. And I don't think Alistair Black's far away from no. that program. So that's probably why they wanted to get the belt off of. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, main event is the War Games match, Undisputed Era. Uh, Authors of Pain with Roderick Strong and Sanity. Uh, the three leaders started the match. And then I think it was Undisputed Era come on first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then... I totally, even they showed me the rules fucking a hundred times. I still misunderstood it going into this match. Yeah. I thought it was going to be one of them was going to come in. Like I thought there was like six people coming in, like six times people would come in. 
Oh, yeah. And it would one be like, oh, one. One, one from this cage, and then yeah. one from this cage, and then one that from That would have been cool. Yeah. But. That's all right. Alas. Um, yeah, so uh, Undisputed Era came in first, then Authors of Pain, right? Yes. And Sandy was the last team to come in. Yeah, because they brought all the weapons. Um, you made it, again, again, another great point in that, like, they, they, so it was a very good match. It was mm-hmm. a very good three, nine-man, three-team hey, tag, yep. whatever you want to call, call it, it. Call it a nine-man tag match. Triple threat tag team, yep. three, whatever. Um, but it really wasn't anything that was crazy- because of the yeah like i didn't think they did a very good job doing any storytelling that they they couldn't do without the like i felt like so quickly everyone was in there and everyone was fine and fighting it wasn't like there was this one team that was like and this team's been out of it for like half the match because their guy got got shit like the shit kicked out of him for so long yeah and then even spots i think um i didn't think there was a lot of spots that were like, oh, you could only do that because it was a War Games match. Sure. There was a couple where one guy went from one ring to another, a couple things inside the middle of the ring, and yep. it, it helps to have six other guys catching you when you're doing a superplex off the top of the cage. But for the most part, I just thought, and like you said, it was good. Like, I didn't be like, this is a bad match. I just thought, like, this almost feels like they could have just done this in a regular cage. Yeah. Except there's probably not enough room. Like a like even just a TLC match. Yeah. Like they did use the cage with the the powerball move and stuff, but mm. it, there wasn't really anything that made me go, aha, yeah. that's why we like the war games. That's right. It was a cool spectacle like, mm. to, to see it. It was there. weird leading up to the main event, like all the other matches having like that other ring just sitting there. Yeah. And me all like during every match, I was like, I wonder if someone's gonna use that ring mm. in their not war games match. Yeah, nobody did though. No, nope. which is probably the best call. Yeah, they were probably trying to save it all. Um, I swear I didn't notice until like the third or fourth match that they were flipping back and forth between the rings. Not really? <laughs> or like I was just like, where the fuck are they filming from right now? Like yeah. I was so confused, and and I figured out that they were bouncing back and forth. So keep all um, the people happy. It was good. It was a really good NXT show. Yep. Nothing. Uh, nothing that I didn't like on it nope. at all. Me so, That's a good thing in my books. Uh, it helps when you're drunk too. Sure. On moonshine and coconut tequila. Uh, um, okay. Survivor Series was uh, the night afterwards, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added two extra pre-show matches onto this. Uh, yeah, this was card. a heck of a pre-show. Uh, Elias and Matt Hardy. I almost called him Matt Henry. It's mm. weird. Uh, Elias beat uh, Hardy at nine fifteen. Okay. It was, yeah, yeah. that's the thing that happened. Uh, Enzo and Kalisto, which was scheduled for mm-hmm. the pre-show. Uh, Enzo beats Kalisto clean with yep. no sort of Tom fuckery sure. whatsoever, uh, retaining his championship at 845. And then uh, they added a tag match between Breezango and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, uh, to which when I was skimming through the pre-show, as I do before we start the show, I thought, ah, oh, shit, that yep. must mean that they're I think not. They did exactly. I know to you what they wanted to do. And they, it worked. My yeah. God, my <laughs> God, did it work? Because as um, soon as I saw that when I was watching it, I was like, that my first thought was like, oh, I'll keep him out of the main event, and then I immediately was like, or... oh, no. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I was a very, uh, well, not very, but pretty quick match too. Mm-hmm. They beat him at seven forty-five, so. Um, I hate that they fucking add these matches last minute. Like one I can get, like the the Elias thing where he's singing and Matt Hardy interrupts him and it's an impromptu, sure. Sure. But like let's 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 
fucking nail down our, our matches beforehand yeah. so we can make our picks and have more discrepancies. Might be a little selfish on my part, but. Yeah. Well, I, hey, I'm the one with the right to complain. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right. So the actual show started with the six man interbrand tag team match betwixt The Shield and The New Day. Mm hmm. Uh, 21 minutes, 20 seconds, a very, very strong start to yep. uh, Survivor Series. Good I decision. I like that this was first. Yeah. Made a lot of sense. Uh, and it was a fucking tremendous match. Yeah. They, they, they had a lot of hype to live up to with this being booked as the two greatest three, three man, man teams, teams in decades history, quote yeah. unquote, as they kept saying, but yeah, decades. Uh, so I think there was a lot of expectations for mm -hmm. this and i think they delivered and a little bit of some not and then some but yeah there was enough there that made me really i was content with what i watched yeah and i think that is is kind of because i had high expectations for this show and i had that because i had high expectations for each individual match in this show and almost all the show or all the matches i was like they didn't fuck that up that, nope. they, that was as good as i thought it was gonna be yeah yeah no it's good um Shield picks up the win there. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's the right call. I agree. I feel like as big as the New Day was when they were on their, their streak, they never felt like they were as big as the Shield was when they were at their peak. Right. Yeah, and, and with the Shield just getting back together. Mm -hmm. um, and with New Day potentially breaking up. I was kind of hoping that we would see more of a sign. Of that today? Right there on, that, on the end of the match. Yeah. But... I hope that does happen sooner rather than later. I don't know. They want to give them the most title runs and right. reigns well, and, and stuff. Part but. of me is also worried, like like because I'm like change is exciting, always in wrestling. Change is always exciting, and part of me is like, yeah, it's gonna be cool when they all kind of go their separate ways. But then the other part of me is like, yeah, but are they gonna just all get booked like shit? And then I'll be like, can you put these guys together again yep. now, three months after the fact, because right. they were actually still inter interesting. When they were together, yep. they're still doing cool stuff, and I just wanted them to split up because that would be a cool program for whatever they did with those people. And that's the thing. I'm not at the point where I'm hitting the jump the shark button on the New Day. No, Far from it. I'm not they're bored still with them. entertaining every time they come out. They still have really good matches with almost everyone that they wrestle, yep. so I, I'm by no means saying it's time right now. It's just the potential for what it could be yep. if they split them that has us excited. Yep. And I, I think that new uh, that Biggie is the is the main push of the three. Yep. Um, and I think Woods is the heel. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I don't think Kofi can do heel anymore. No, I, I totally agree. I yep. thought that it would be Biggie turning on the two quote-unquote littler guys. I think Biggie gets out of this thing with the biggest head of steam and is is the top guy coming out of these three. But I think it's him going over Kofi. Or, I mean, uh, uh, Xavier Woods yep. in the first program. I think Xavier Woods can just be a schmarmy villain. And I think people like Big E too much. It's true. And I know you kind of yeah. say, you could, you could totally say that about Xavier Woods too. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think people just want to love Big E. Like, he's such a goofball. Yeah. Whereas well, I think I, you could put a mic in Xavier Woods' hand and he could make people hate him. Yeah. I, I, I just thought that whoever splits off would be by himself, and the other two would stick together for a bit. Right. Which is why I thought that Xavier and Kofi would be the best to stick together and Big E could go singles right away. But Sure. 
Who knows? No, there's yeah. lots of options there. We'll see. And you know what? It probably would watch it not happen for another like two years. Yeah. Like this when conversation like could be titles. Absolutely nothing at this point. Uh, Team Raw of the, uh, sorry, the women's uh, Survivor Series elimination match. Uh, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Oscar, Nia Jax taking on Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Tamina, and Natalia. Which was not even like a tease of, oh, who's it going to be? No. It was just full on. They announced at uh, on Italian. social media, I yep. believe. Uh, 18 minutes, 35 seconds. It was a pretty good match. This match actually. was <laughs> literally exact and like not in a bad way, but it was very predictable for me. And it went almost exactly how I thought. Like I went into that being like, I bet you Nia Jax gets countered out or DQ'd. And then Asuka is the, is the last one standing after yep. going through a bunch of SmackDown ladies. No, it uh, it's exactly what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I did not uh, didn't dislike it. Although although there was a little botchy at certain points. Yes, like the Alicia Fox elimination. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Yeah, because, it, because at first I thought, oh, it's it's clearly she didn't kick out on time. But then I don't know if if it was planned that Sasha jumped in and immediately put because like Naomi was in perfect position for it, right? Or if it was just her seeing what was going on and just happened to be set up perfectly and just went right into it. It seemed like a re- or. Uh, the kickout mistake, if I had to guess. Like, I thought that the ref knew you they were supposed to be gone, that the pin was supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, because they were going right into that next spot right after. Um, But who was on the bottom there? Who was getting pinned for that? Alicia, Alicia Fox? Yep. Seems like she was not supposed to kick out and, and did. did. Yeah, it's very possible. Or maybe she was just trying to do like a, a late, late kick, kick out, out and get too to early. Yeah. Fuckery. Either way, it was a little sloppy, but uh, I liked it. Uh, Nijax is still very over too. Yes. She got a big pop for mm. this match. So, uh, United States champion, uh, Baron Corbin taking on intercontinental champion, the Miz with, uh, the Miz Touraj. nine minutes, 35 seconds. And Baron Corbin picks up the win. And I immediately went, oh, that's going to cost me the title. Because if you remember <laughs> last week, I said, I'm tempted to pick Baron Corbin yep. just to even up the numbers here. Nah, nah, nah. Miz has got it. Yeah. Um, I think if I had to pick the weakest match, it was this one. Yeah, and I don't know maybe. if that was just because I just didn't really care. No, it's that t- much. it's t- like we always say it's tough to care for heel heel. Yep, and um, I don't know why they didn't do more to kind of make that make us want to cheer for someone. Right, because they didn't even give one of them kind of that little bit of like maybe not a full heel, but be like, nah, you know, I'm your guy. This, I'm your guy. For I mean, outside match. of those like social media promos that they showed mm. with Miz saying. Kick gonna, your teeth down your fucking throat. Right. Which I think um, you, you hope is, like, you hope fucking is the word that'll be like, oh, the crowd's going to get behind him because he said yeah. fucking. But no, it seemed like neither. No. Crowd wasn't taking either guy here. So no. um, actually, one of the cool things from the show was that the crowd was legitimately chanting the brand names. Yeah. Not, you know, superstar names. They had their it allegiances. Was, it was, yeah, it was kind of cool to see that. So the tag team champions. Jay and Jimmy Uso versus DeBar. Uh, 15 minutes, 55 seconds, and that is the Usos picking up that win. Mm-hmm. Also the right call. Yep. Usos yep. have been the best two-man tag team in the WWE for a little while now. So. Long time, yep. I'd say. Um, it was a good match. Mm-hmm. Yep, I liked it. Um, Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. Um, 15 minutes even. Charlotte Flair picks up the win uh, via submission on that one. I thought this was a very good match. Yeah, me too. The uh, first time that they had ever 
crossed paths, mm-hmm. barring some sort of weird NXT very early on NXT match that I'm unaware of. Yeah, and don't and they both yeah they've both been on separate brands and they've both been like dominant in those yep. brands for most of the time. One's the queen, one's the goddess. It just writes itself. Yep. Um, if if the roles were reversed as far as face heel, I'm sure that this match would have come out differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it was the right call to put Charlotte Flair over here, especially yep. having just won her title. If she lost immediately, right. it would look kind of... And they might want to so. ride that Ric Flair wave a little bit. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles in uh, champion versus champion match. 15 minutes, 25 seconds for the big fella. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, very good match. Yep, absolutely. It uh, It's exactly what... You wanted to happen. Yep. Uh, it's exactly how you pictured it happening. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, if you go back and listen to last week's podcast, I said word for word how this match was going to finish. Yep. And it did. And I still fucking popped when it happened. Mm-hmm. Because it's fucking, it's amazing to see a man catch a man out of midair and fucking throw him around like that. Yep. It was, it was enough of... Uh... Brock just destroying AJ to get that side of it where he's unstoppable. And they gave AJ just enough of like, oh, fuck, he's, he might win this thing yep. uh, to get you like kind of cheering for him almost. And I'm mm-hmm. a Bro- I am love Brock Lesnar, but I was like, man, how crazy would it be, be for AJ if he fucking cool. beat Brock Lesnar? The, um, only, the only downside to this match being here was the way that the standings were already set up. You knew. Where SmackDown was already up 3-2. You knew Brock like, was getting well, that fuck. one. fuck. They aren't just going to have this end right now. Yeah. If SmackDown wins, then why the fuck do I care about the main event? Whenever they are putting up a scoreboard, yes. then you know that last match is going in tied. Yeah. Because putting up a scoreboard and then not having that, like having it be already decided is a great way to make your main event seem unimportant. Yep. Totally. Um, but that being said, even, even with that, uh, the knowledge of that probably going to happen. I, I still bit a couple times on AJ uh, when he would kind of get close there. So that's good. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really, really good match. Uh, and then your main event was uh, the men's 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination tag match. Um, 33-20 is how long this one went. Pretty long. Yep. Um, but it didn't feel long. Didn't no, feel it like moved. it dragged by at any point in time. Yep. Um. Really good match. It ended up being um, Shane was the last one on SmackDown against Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Um, Angle, uh, Angle slammed Shane, Triple H, ran in? Is that what happened? Or did he yeah, tag he, in? No, he, he just got in. Right, he ran in. Yeah. Uh, Pet agreed Kurt Angle, right. put Shane on top of Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle got counted out. And then he kind of stared at Braun Strowman for a bit and then pedigreed Shane McMahon and picked up the win. That's right. And then Braun, after the match, kind of stared him down a little bit. Um, I guess wasn't a fan of him. Tactics. All of a sudden, he's a Kurt Angle guy, which is strange. Um, Well, I think I I like that Braun, Braun made it about tricking him. But when did he trick Braun? Like, cause he said the line about "Don't double cross me." When when did he double cross? Braun? I think he just said "cross." Is that what it was? Yeah, like piss me off. I guess um, that makes more sense. Though. Yeah, where it was just like, I don't know what little song and dance you're doing, mm. but don't fucking do it around me. I'm gonna squish you. Um, I really liked 
Triple H doing that look of fear. Like, that's a cool thing. <laughs> fucking terror. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a cool thing for him to give Braun, that he made Triple H afraid, legitimately yeah. afraid. Um, it was a good shot. Um, he body slammed him once. Yeah, two power slams. Two power slams? Yeah. And then the show went off the air, and then there was a video of Triple H afterwards, which was fucking brilliant. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. Yeah, where it um, runs into the... Yeah, he was selling it all the way in the ring, kind of loopy like he was drunk, and then all the way back up the ramp, and then he walked into the stage at the very top of the ramp, which I'm sure you've seen. It's all over mm. the the social medias, but... Um, Good shit. Strange finish? I don't know that I liked the finish, but I could be convinced that I like the finish depending on what they do with it. And they didn't do a whole yeah. lot with it on Raw. yeah. Um, I still don't know why he did the things that he did. I know he maybe doesn't, yeah. maybe it's that he doesn't like Kurt Angle. Well, because the thing is that like they put the stip in that if Kurt, if Raw lost, Kurt was going to get fired. Right. So then you're like, okay, he wants Kurt to get fired. But then he just goes and attacks Shane anyway. Right. And then part of me was like, well, was, was the whole thing like this cerebral assassin thing? Like I'm going to get rid of Kurt Angle and then go over to Shane McMahon and be like, look, we're on the same team just so we could fucking right. hit Shane. But then the other part of me was like, it's yeah, three on one. I know, like, you can beat Shane. <laughs> you don't need fine. to do that. You have Braun <laughs> and yeah. yourself. I think it's it's just to set up him and Kurt. Yeah. But you would like it something. It just was such a forced way to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if Kurt would have lost on his own, then you could at least go to that, well, we did win. Yeah. And you're not fired, but... I'm very disappointed because you lost and you clearly don't have it anymore. Right. And that's what starts the tension as opposed to just him randomly pedigreeing him and costing him for no fucking reason. But Yeah, there was some pushing and shoving, but I just feel like it didn't... I don't know if it earned it. Yeah. No. Like, you're too mad at Kurt Angle, Triple H. That's true. Given for what's no happened, reason. you're too mad at no Kurt reason. Angle. No reason at all. Uh, Kurt didn't break his neck in this match, so that's... Not that we know of. That's a positive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also Triple H two-sweeted, uh, Finn Balor at the start of the match, which is a lot of cool moments in this match hard for like that. when Finn and, and Shinsuke both tagged in, it was the crowd was going crazy for and that. And fucking were really good. Yeah. It was really, you wanted for a minute, you just wanted everyone else to step back and be like, oh, let's watch this for yep. a while. Uh, Bobby Roode and Triple H going face to face was cool because of obviously they, Triple H had a very, uh, big Part and bring Bobby Roode in, and they're very similar in a lot of ways. Yep. Uh, Joe and Cena for the first time. Yeah, Joe and Cena was cool. That was cool. Um, yeah, no, there no, was a no, lot of... no one in Orton because <laughs> no one cares. No, it's true. Uh, yeah, no, I, I liked uh, I liked the main event, I liked the show. It was a fucking great show, as yep. far as I'm concerned. It was uh, lived up to the hype, which um, is difficult when we go in positive on wrestling yeah. shows. Usually, we're disappointed, and uh, I think I think one of the best. Pay-per-views not named WrestleMania or Royal Rumble that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I will say. Start to finish. I'll say since Mania this year, this was probably my favorite pay-per-view. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, including Mania because I believe I was relatively cool on last year's Mania. As Manias go, I'd have to go back. I was still very excited for Mania, but. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, let's slide over to the news. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. Warren Barris. 
do it with your new phone. We should do news before pay-per-views because sometimes we spoil news in pay-per-views. But sometimes we spoil pay-per-views in news. Oh, it's true. Drew McIntyre <laughs> suffered a torn bicep on the final spot of his NXT Championship match. We told you this already. Uh, he was holding the top rope while being taken uh, off the turnbuckle for a DDT when he was injured. Uh, we also told you the spot did not affect the finish. Almost was always planned to win the title. No timeline for his injury as of now. Yeah, I mean, torn bicep is usually six to eight months. Well, so shit. It'll be a while, but I mean, John Cena was back in like four, so yeah, <laughs> we'll see, I guess. If only everyone was John Cena. <laughs> Uh, some darker news. David Atunga's wife, Jennifer Hudson, received an order of protection late last week claiming aggressive, threatening, and harassing behavior mm. towards her, and uh, she's worried about uh, future action he might take against her. She claims that he grabbed their their son, they grabbed their son's hand, pushed her from the room during a recent disagreement, uh, and also notes that he has been casually leaving a gun and holster laying around the house. Which he says is a prop from a movie, but Jennifer Hudson <laughs> claims it's Sorry. an intimidation tactic. That is a pretty power move, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to leave this. Leave in. this gun, like, on your forehead while you sleep. Oh, jeez. Good luck waking up. Um, They're in the middle of an ongoing custody dispute. Police have opened a misdemeanor case for what that is worth. Okay. Maybe not taking it. Super seriously. All parties innocent until proven guilty. That's right. That's all I'm going to say. Fucking just leaving a gun around. <laughs> it's just like, it's like. Oh, whoops. Did I forget this in the fridge? Remember when you used to like. My ice, bad. Ice people. You'd leave, <laughs> yeah, the, you'd yeah. leave the bottle of Smirnoff exactly. ice somewhere they're going to find exactly. it. Exactly. Right by your foot. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Now yeah. I got to oh, drink Oh, it's in beer. the couch cushion. <laughs> oh, the gun's in the couch cushion. <laughs> uh, you know a little bit. You were more updated on this than I was. Kamala. Was in life support. Hmm. Now Kamala is not in life support. And yeah. not because Kamala died. It's, it's, it's true. <laughs> Important to note. Um, yeah, I saw, I think it was yesterday, I saw a story that he had been taken off life support. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I could have given you some heads up on that. He's, uh, he's progressed better. He's 67. Obviously, uh, if you've been following him at all, he had to have his legs amputated because of uh, diabetes. I believe. I didn't even think I knew that. Um, and that was as a man who does the news. Two, three years ago now, I think. So, no. Um, uh, 2011 and 2012, he had his legs amputated as a result of complications from that disease. What disease are you talking about? Does not say. That's oh yeah, diabetes. Yeah. Um, his most recent issues were also said to be caused by diabetic complications. He under, underwent emergency procedure due to his lungs and the area around his heart being filled with fluid. They put him on life support. Uh, they've since taken him off life support, and he is breathing on his own and seems to be making a, a big recovery. Lovely. So, Just smack on that belly. That's, that's for you, Kamala. Uh, WWE is discussing a new weekly show with Facebook uh, yeah. that would air on Facebook Live. Yeah. According to uh, Pro Wrestling Sheets, Ryan, as I like to call him, Satan, mm. reported Tuesday. According to Satan, mm-hmm. the new program would start in January and air online immediately after SmackDown Live on Tuesday nights. He reported that WWE has not cemented the concept behind the new show, but that it could feature stars from both Raw and SmackDown Live. 
competing for brand supremacy. While WWE would likely give fans something different from what they see regularly on Raw and SmackDown Live, it's hard to see how a new weekly program would succeed where the likes of main event and superstars have failed. Um, to me, what I see when I read this story uh-huh. is WWE testing the waters on what happens when cable TV goes the way of the dodo. Mm. Because they seem to always be ahead of the curve with that stuff, right? Yep. Like the, the WWE network yep. slash app was the first of its kind, and now UFC is doing it, and MLB, and NFL, and yep. New Japan, and you name it. Everybody's got their own app where you can stream their whatever, right? Um, so they were out of the game on that, and it, I, I just that's the first thing that popped into my head was that maybe they're they're trying out a way to watch wrestling without a cable subscription, and if there's enough views on it, then they can translate that into well, if we put advertising in there, then mm-hmm. what does this all mean, right? So I'd like to see them try it, sure. But there is some valid points, as you just mentioned, as to do we really. <laughs> We really need any more wrestling is the the downside of this, right? I will speak for myself and say I do not need any more wrestling. No, I will agree with you. I'm not watching some of the current wrestling they're offering me. Exactly. That's a very good point. Uh, New pay-per-view schedule came up for next year. Um, The news is that there is no news. It seems like for the first year in a long time, they are not throwing any curveballs our way. As of now. As of now. <laughs> we'll find out if that changes, I guess. Royal Rumble in January. Elimination Chamber February for Raw. Mm-hmm. Fastlane February and March for SmackDown. WrestleMania's got April. And then you get into the heavy season with Backlash on Raw in May. Uh, payback for SmackDown in May. Uh, Money in the Bank in June. Battleground for Raw in July. Uh, SummerSlam in August. Uh, Extreme Rules for Raw in San Antonio. So there's something... Uh, SmackDown's missing a pay-per-view in there. Hell in a Cell uh, for SmackDown and TLC for Raw, Survivor Series for both Clash of Champions in December, just like this year. I uh, Part of me wonders if they're going to throw a Raw pay-per-view into December, even maybe this year, uh-huh. um, because if you look at the schedule the way it's set up right now, Raw goes... Almost four full months without its own specific pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Their last one was TLC on October 22nd. Then Survivor Series. Then there's Clash of Champions. Yep. And then there's Royal Rumble. Clash which of Champions is, is SmackDown? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then there's Royal Rumble, which is a split, so not a Raw specific. And then February 25th is the Elimination Chamber, which is a Raw specific. Right. So the last one is October 22nd, and the next one is February 25th for just Raw. Uh, Right, okay. So, so it's happening to SmackDown too. Oh no, no, no! Because no, you're right, Clash of Champions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe they'll. Uh, so I, I, I just don't know when you do it. There. Maybe like early, early January even. Yeah, New like Year's Revolution. Used to do, yeah, exactly. Maybe you throw one of those in there. Yeah, but maybe oh, not. Maybe oh, they're maybe they're I, cool with cooling. I'm not not saying I want more. Yeah, so. <laughs> and I don't want anything at the end of December. I'll take something right after New Year's. But sure. Uh, end of December, I just stop thinking about wrestling, so I can start thinking about Christmas. Hmm. Like fair. Jesus in wrestling, just they I'll tell don't you mix. right now, the Raw will be on in our house Christmas Day. So watching that shit live. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like our house. Oh, I'll be there. You're gonna be at home on Christmas oh, Day. You're goddamn right. What about will. your family? We're doing it morning. Oh, I see. It's a whole fucking day for us. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 
I'd almost rather be drunk watching wrestling. That's not true. I'd rather be drunk with my family. <laughs> but drunk, that's going to be a, just a burner of a show. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Ron Strowman's going to be Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. And then New Year's Day is also yep. a fucking. Mm-hmm. Boxing Day. They're going to have wrestling on Boxing Day. How about that? What a time to be alive. <laughs> uh, do I have more news for you, Warren? I don't know that I do. Oh, do you want to talk about James Ellsworth allegedly oh, yeah. uh, having a trans... Uh, Vince McMahon wanted him to do a transgender gimmick before the, they decided to release him? That was the rumor floating around that there had been a storyline pitched by Vince to have Charlotte and James Ellsworth wrestle at WrestleMania with the angle being exactly that, that James Ellsworth was uh, transitioning to be a woman or by then had already transitioned into being a woman. Um, I don't know who said maybe that's not a great idea, whether it was James, whether it was somebody in the WWE. I bet you it wasn't James. Probably bet the you right J- call I bet you James it, was ready to go with that's, whatever they gave him. That's some early 2000s Vince coming out there. Just, yeah. just every now and then he'll poke his rear, his ugly incest-loving head. Yeah, the, the weird things that he thinks people still want to see yeah. that people probably do still want to see, mm-hmm. but we don't want to see. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Doesn't seem so. All right. Uh, I only got a couple things here. Uh, AJ Styles recently did an interview with 97.9 The Box. In Houston. The Box? Yeah. That's a fucking dumb name for a radio station. It is. It is pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> uh, they asked him about his contract, and uh, he said that it's uh, slated to expire in early 2019. Mm-hmm. So that, I guess, would have been a five-year. Is that math right? Yeah, unless there was an extension somewhere along the way. Yeah, which is possible. Mm-hmm. Um he did also hint in the same interview that he uh, is considering retiring in, quote, a couple of years. Hmm. So take that for what you will. Uh, yeah. He's just turned 40. Not getting any younger. Nope. He can still go. Yeah. Oh, if he, he's one of the top would, re- performers on that roster right now. You would not guess that he's 40. I'm no. i tell you that right now. Uh, Jeff Hardy um, told fans at the WrestleMania on sale party that he will be back from injury before WrestleMania 34. Um, he'll definitely be back for April. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I need to know there. Maybe they'll break him for Mania. Not yeah. him, but he returns at the Rumble and eliminates Matt, Matt or some shit. Yeah, uh. that'd be cool. Um, what else did I want to talk about? There's something else here. Um, oh, Nia Jax answered fan questions for a new video for something called Nine Go. I assume that's some sort of Facebook or some sort of, I don't know what the fuck it is. Okay. Uh, in the video, Naya revealed her dream opponent. According to her, the dream opponent for her to face is Tamina Snuka. Oh. Did you see, did you see Tamina, her tweet that she sent out after Survivor Series? No. Um, Hit me. She, she, I'll give her credit. She has a lot of – her self-confidence is very high. I'll say that much. Uh, she tweeted out, you see at Nijax, certain moments in wrestling history are so iconic that a photo sometimes does them an injustice in capturing the energy surrounding them, 
but these photos certainly prove otherwise. And it starts with a picture of Hogan and Andre staring each other down. Okay. And then Stone Cold and The Rock staring each other down. Yep. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker staring each other down. Yep. And then Nia Jax and Tamina staring each other right. down from Survivor Series. Was it self-aware at all, or is she she putting herself think, right up there? No, I think she legitimately thought that that moment was worthy of being, being well. encapsulated with the legends of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Which is nope, nope. She's not 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 a good wrestler. No, that she was very bad in that. Like match. Tamina is at least good at what she does. Yes, Nia. I mean Nia. I mean, yep. uh, but Tamina is she struggles. Yep, she's not. Uh, nope, can't sell worth shit. No. At all. All right. That's uh that is the news. Let's slide on over to Monday Night Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across the nation. And it's a sense to cut the face of fraud that messing with me. Come on, come on, come on. Let's get it out. Still at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. They ran, uh, as they do with the Big Fours, ran all four nights here. That's right. Uh, Raw opened with Stephanie McMahon congratulating Raw on winning the majority of their interpromotional matches at Survivor Series and said Kurt Angle was, quote, 1,000% safe from losing his job as Raw GM. Uh, Triple H came out afterwards. Uh, She introduced him with a very over-exaggerated and extended introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was out there for a she bit. She tried to make us think she was introducing Kurt Angle, and she did a very poor job. Very poor job. Yeah. Uh, she said the game, like, in the second sentence. Or it's yeah. like, well, okay, well, now we we know because that's – we've watched this for a while. Uh, and then Kurt Angle came out. They did a stare down. Kurt got right in his face, said that it wasn't the GM talking. Uh, it was Kurt Angle when he said that if he ever put his hands on him again, he would kick his ass. Uh, which is good. He was intense. Mm-hmm. He came out. He didn't fucking conduct the fans into nope. doing the You Suck chant. Nope. He, he was got right off. nose to nose with Triple H. Yeah. It was, it, I mean, you could have done that from the top of the ramp. Yep. But it was because that was, that was a Triple H Big nose, nose yeah. That was a nose joke. Jason Jordan came out next. He got in Triple H's face, asked for a match against him. Steph said, um, she isn't afraid. Why did I? Why did I say McMahon? I think I meant Triple H. That he isn't afraid of Jordan or anyone else in the locker room, which then brought out Braun Strowman. Uh, Triple H backed down from Strowman, very cowardly esque, yep. which I liked. That he never took his eyes off him, but was still like kind of quickly moving yep. backwards and pushing Steph out of the way, which is good. Um, then uh, Steph made a match between Strowman and. Jason Jordan for tonight. I wonder who's going to win that. Samoa Joe and Finn Balor again. Uh, <laughs> Balor passed out in the Coquina Clutch, giving Joe the victory. Joe always beats Finn Balor. Yeah, like fucking always. I think. I think. I think a lot of people always beat Finn Balor. That's true. Um, there's uh, another rumor floating around that Vince McMahon is very low on one Finn Balor. Um, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. He's not. Uh, he's not over. Um, enough, and that he's he's bland, I guess. So, sure. uh, which whether that is true or whether it's not, Finn Balor on his Twitter right now is just hitting some goddamn home runs. Yesterday, he tweeted out a picture of him with uh, an arm lock of some sort on Roman Reigns, and it says hashtag Balor Club forever. 
but in the word forever, O-V-E-R is all caps, which is ah, funny. Ah, yes. Uh, and then he puts out a picture today, six hours ago, so that would have been 4 o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's And it's a picture of him holding a turkey with oven mitts on, and it yep. says, I am not over cooking the turkey. <laughs> so he's he's having fun with yes. these the rumors, rumors, be they true or not. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Jason Jordan asked Kurt Angle to get his match with Braun Strowman called off because now all of a sudden he's hurt. As soon as this happened, I went, aha, That's okay, heelish. we're doing something yeah, now. We're moving. Here we go. Yeah. Um, uh, Angle told him that it would look bad, so uh, Jordan kind of like rallied himself cheesily. Like, oh, yeah, I can I can do this and make I'm you proud. I'm the only and... one who can beat him. Yeah. To which Kurt Angle started smiling, and I well, and that was the thing. Like I wanted it to be more of like a no, you fucking can't. (laughs) But but then when he like he leaves, and I'm like, Kurt Angle's gonna like drop a one liner or shake his head or be like, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, But then it was like, oh no, he's proud of him. Yeah. It wasn't a laughing smile. It was a proud smile. That's my boy. Very strange. Uh, Oscar defeated Dana Brooke. Pinned her with uh, the kick to the head. I peed. I believe this is going to be a thing like Dana's going to be the next victim gotcha. for the next little while. Sure. I think that's where they're headed. Uh, Miz TV was supposed to have Roman Reigns as a guest, but all three members of the Shield came to the ring. Miz asked the Shield to thank him for reuniting them. They refused. Uh, Roman Reigns challenged the Miz to an Intercontinental Championship match. The Miz fled the ring as the Shield beat up Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Um, and then after the commercial break, the uh, the match was made official. Crowd was very hot. For this, uh, for this, well, for the whole Raw, mm-hmm. uh, for this segment specifically, chanting for the Miz. Thank yep. you, Miz. Uh, Miz is awesome, yep. which Seth said that he'd never heard that chant before in his life, um, and still spun it into a, like a you know, nice work. A chirp, Houston. Yeah, it's first time for everything. Um, Miz is he, he's starting to get more and more of those reactions. Too. Yeah. But it makes me wonder, is it time to flip him as yeah, new babyface? But I feel like as soon as you flip Miz, babyface stops giving a shit about him. He's a, It's a weird yeah. anti-hero, it, it, but it, not. It is one of the problems with wrestling fans as well. Yeah. Where it's like, you want to cheer for this guy? Okay, we'll make we'll make him. We'll put the we'll put the sure, company on his cheer back. Away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, fuck this guy. Well, fuck you. I don't <laughs> tell me who to cheer for. Fucking guy gets everything handed to him. Like, oh, no, we're not telling you to cheer for him. You want to. Yeah, so we're gonna put him in a position where he's a little more fun to cheer for. No, no. No, no. Goddamn smarks. Um <laughs> Dean Ambrose uh, defeated Sheamus. Ambrose connected uh, with the Dirty Deeds for the victory after Seth Rollins took out Cesaro on the outside. Why Why are we going back to this again? Just, if they're going to do the rematch and they're going to win the titles, but let's just fucking tell me what it is mm-hmm. and don't have them do the one-on-ones for another fucking six weeks straight. Yep, exactly. I don't need to see this anymore. No. I don't want to see it anymore. Um, then we had Alexa Bliss, Bliss, Bliss come to the ring. Uh, said she, for a brisk. Said she didn't need anyone's pity. For losing to Charlotte at Survivor Series, she was interrupted by Mickey James, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Alicia Fox, who all requested a match against Bliss. This led to Kurt Angle making a fatal four-way, fatal, fatal four-way <laughs> to Detroitman, a new number one contender. <laughs> when uh, when Mickey James came out during Bliss's promo, I almost threw myself from the balcony. Yeah, I was like, "We're going back to this, eh? <laughs> We're going back. We're like already, like a month off, you and just then you're, lost. yeah, you just yeah. lost, and now you're going back to this." Yeah, and I don't know why she was the first. Like, I, what is the logic there? At least, like, 
Alicia Fox also lost, but she was the captain. Right. And she beat everybody else a week ago or two weeks ago to become the captain. Yep. Um, Bailey did well. Sasha did well, had an elimination, but it's just like, why, why, why is Mickey like, it just mm, makes no sense. No sense. It's a good point. But luckily uh, Mickey is not the number one contender. She was just the first one they let go out there. Uh, we had right into the fit of four way number one contender match. Sasha Banks, Alicia Fox, Bailey, and Mickey James ended in a no contest because Paige came out in the middle of the match. Uh, got a pretty loud pop. Mm-hmm. She looked good. She mm-hmm. looked, uh, uh, leaner. Yeah. To me, in the face. She's a strange person. Yes. But she seemed drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In her promo. Like, to the point where she looked like she kind of forgot her words. And then, like, did you guys miss me? Yeah. Did you miss me? I'm going to need you to be a little bit louder. Yeah. I did, like, couldn't quite hear you guys. And anyways, she she said she didn't come alone. And I immediately went, oh. God, Alberto Del Rio is back. <laughs> Here we fucking go. They're just going to make this, which would have probably got great heat. Oh, yeah, totally. But, but no, no. I brought my friends right. Jack Daniels <laughs> and Jim Beam. Uh, so she says this and uh, just walks to the ring slowly. Yep. And then from the crowd side, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville uh, rush the ring, uh, jump everyone, rendering in a no contest. Uh, they beat the crap out of everybody and then kind of pose the three of them together in the ring after they all hit their own finishers. Sure. It's, it's cool. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Nope. At neither. all. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about Sonya Deville. Yeah, she hasn't even she hasn't even gotten big in NXT yet. Well, and like the last time we saw her wrestle, there's a lot of a lot of greenery in mm-hmm. her game. That said, I know nothing about uh, Mandy, really. Yeah. Like she could be pure shit as well. Sure. I don't really know. She looks good. Well, She's sure. very fit. Yeah. Does a lot of squats. That's right. A lot of sit ups. She's got a squatting booty. A lot of crunches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Benefit of the doubt, I guess, until yeah. we see what, what this means. We, we got into a point where it was like you were the fucking champ or the number one contender in that women's division in NXT and having like Iron Man matches and cage, like huge fucking matches. And then you'd have your curtain call and you'd leave. Uh, and and go be a part of Raw, and now it's just like fucking everyone get in there. Everyone yeah. get into the WWE. Well, and with the with the the May Young tournament, they yeah. have such a surplus of women in right. NXT that this allows them to make these moves. Yeah, like um, Sonya Deville and Mandy. What's her last name? Mandy Rose. Rose, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Um, neither of them ever got. A, neither of them won very many matches in NXT. Like yeah. Mandy, we barely ever saw in NXT. I'm convinced she. I swear she only actually wrestled like three times. Yeah. On NXT ever. And and Sonya Deville lost way more often than she won. She mm-hmm. was always putting someone else over. They kind of had her doing more of a running through random nameless jobbers on sure. NXT as of late. Yeah, maybe that was getting her ready for this. But, so yeah. Uh, it was interesting. Backstage, Renee Young asked Paige what her plans are with uh, these two. She was interrupted by Alexa Bliss, who gave all three women props, uh, but they didn't respond. They just kind of stared at her, and then they uh, jumped Alexa Bliss and beat her down as well. So I don't know. As you said, I don't know if that means that Alexa Bliss is kind of like they're flipping her to a baby face. Yeah, it kind of sets her up as a baby face, but it, you could also argue that it's just we're just taking down the top dog. We don't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah, our feud we're, isn't even with Bliss moving forward from here. We're yeah. just kind of putting our stamp on this. We're here to run this fucking show. Yeah. Uh, Fatal 4 Nope, I already talked about that. 
Braun Strowman defeated Jason Jordan. Strowman won via DQ after Kane appeared and attacked him with a steel chair, um, eventually hitting him in the, like he did the old throat spot mm-hmm. where he puts it up against his throat and then slams it on the steps. It, it, it's, it's a good-looking spot. I still want the fake color coming out of the mouth. That's the coolest part. Yeah. Just that's when you think the man's legitimately packet, dying. Get, let him bite it, and then he'll be spitting it everywhere. And... Can't do that. Stakeholders don't want it. I know. I know. He, Braun did a very good job of coughing and gagging and All stuff. the way up, yeah. Um, like, literally, it sounded like he was going to vomit. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple legit gags where yeah. I don't know if he was just coughing so hard yeah. that it ended up... I was, like, watching, being like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, Kira Tozawa, and Mustafa Ali defeated Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, Arya Davari, and Noam Dar, a match that I swear we've seen a billion times, yep. just because they all fucking interchange to me. And, and I, I watch almost none, none of them. them. Um, Ali hit the 450 splash on Dar for the win, apparently, so there you have it. Mm. Uh, in the ring, Elias played a song about how much better he was than Matt Hardy. Hardy interrupted him, and the two brawled before Elias ran away. That's cool. continued. That was a good segment. Intercontinental Championship match, Roman Reigns and The Miz. Reigns won his first ever Intercontinental Championship after pinning Miz following a spear. He is now a Grand Slam champion, and they made such a great big deal out of, oh, Roman Reigns, a Grand Slam champion. They could have said Roman Reigns joins Dean Ambrose as a Grand Slam champion, but they didn't. Shawnsy's one, right? Is he up there? I think so. That would make sense. I mean, Seth's only off by the Intercontinental Championship as well. Well, and the thing is, is that there was, like, some people are Grand Slam champion. Like, when Sean won it, I think he became the Grand Slam champion after winning the European title. Yeah. So that's not a title anymore. So I don't know if it's just... A singles title and a main title and a tag title. Or if it's all the titles that are around right now. Yeah. At this moment. Like... I don't know what it means either. Uh, Roman Reigns is your new IC title. Or champion. There you go. He did it. Uh, studs and duds, real quick. Uh, my stud is going to be, let's give it to that opening segment. I like what Kurt did sure. with his intensity. I like what Triple H did with his fear. Uh, and my dud is going to be, gosh, I don't know. It was an okay show. Maybe that, the Elias Samson thing. Sure. <laughs> um, I'll give my stud to, uh. The uh, the ladies' debut. Okay. I, I yep. like being legitimately surprised, uh, mm-hmm. even though I did expect Paige. I expected her to last sooner week. rather than later. Yeah. Um, but I do like the legitimate surprise of adding a little extra variety into the women's division. Uh, my dud will be the fact that Mickey James came out first because it makes no sense. Let's do SmackDown. Okay. Toyota Center, Houston, Texas, as always. Show open with Shane McMahon saying he's proud of everyone from SmackDown Live, except for two people. He brought out Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who traded barbs with Shane McMahon until Shane... I printed this off up, Rocks, just so everyone is aware of this. I would never say the word traded barbs in my entire life. Uh, Until Shane prepared to fire them. As he was about to do so, he was interrupted by Daniel Bryan. Brian suggested punishing them rather than firing them, and he booked them against the New Day in a Lumberjack match. No! I didn't watch SmackDown. Nope, me neither. Okay. Our PVR fucked up this yeah. week. 
It just didn't. It just decided I'm not going to record SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Yeah. So we're going to go through the Uproxx notes and say mm-hmm. what we, th- we 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 think that sounds like. Yep. This um, sounded this sounded pretty cookie cutter. Shelton Benjamin defeated Jay Uso. Benjamin hit what's written here, pay dirt, and pin Jay. Okay. I don't know what that is, but I assume it's his finishing move. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's called pay dirt. Is that like the? Is his like the mic check? Yeah. The uh, yeah. Yeah. Like jumping. A, almost a reverse rock bottom. Yeah. But jumping. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Naomi was getting her makeup done backstage when she was attacked by the debuting Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan from NXT. I, uh, of all the things that we didn't get to see because our PVR fucked up, this made me sad because I would have been, I would have been, I would have probably been kind of losing my mind just being like, what the fuck is happening? These are three <laughs> different people. Yeah. They kind of um, look alike. <laughs> Becky Lynch tried to make the save, but she also got beaten down. Uh, yeah, you're totally right. It's it's Ruby Riot, the kind of black-haired, goth-looking yep. chick. Uh, the blonde, pretty Liv Morgan. Yeah. And Rose. And then the fighting, big, badass chicks with uh, Sonya Deville and uh, Sarah Logan, who I don't know who that is. Nope. She was in that tournament. I nope. know that much, but I wish Scotty was here to tell us a little bit about Miss Logan. You let us down, she, uh, she, I think. Sick person. Oh, she's, okay. She's uh, Crazy Mary Dobson. There you go. I know that name. So she's probably ready for this kind of spotlight then. She legitimately just jumped NXT completely. Yep. Which is... Uh, Rare. Kind of cool. The AJ, as they call it. Mm. Pulling an AJ. That's right. Also, coincidentally called pulling a Mike Canellis. Right. <laughs> so those are your two bars. Yeah. Two uh, very opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, what the um, fuck happened to Mike? As well, as you know, things happen. The backstage, Shane McMahon told Daniel Bryan that punishing Owens and Zayn was a great idea, then left Bryan in charge before leaving for the evening. <laughs> That's such a weird sentence. Yep. Hey, you were totally right, and I suck at my job. Why don't you do it, and I'm leaving? Okay. That's- gotcha. Sounds good. Are they are they starting something with them? They definitely teased at it yeah. two weeks ago. I hope they do something. And there with was it. definitely a moment at Survivor yep. Series where they were like, "Hey, Daniel Bryan, you know, if they beat the living fucking shit out of Shane and he dies or something, you're this just shows all yours." Yeah. And then yep. Daniel Bryan like looked longingly into <laughs> the distance, being like, <laughs> "Bye." <laughs> Uh, we damn it, we missed the debut of the Bludgeon Brothers. Damn it all to hell. I want to know what their music sounds like. Uh, they defeated the Hype J-pop. Bros. J-pop. Yeah. Um, they had the new ring gear. Uh, they hit a two-man splash mountain on Mojo Rawley, and Eric Rowan got the pin. It's wow. essentially, uh, two-man Razor's Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was thinking two-man big splash when you said it, and I was like, that's a fucking lame fucking finisher. <laughs> It, it does look cool with them. Yeah. They're very tall dudes. Right. Um, they looks also... Like a crucifix. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, they also have dropped the Eric and Luke. Just they Harper and Rowan. Just Harper and Rowan. So, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> I think they teased more of the breakup here, or maybe even pulled the trigger. Uprox has nothing written. Okay. But I saw a tweet from Mojo or Zack Ryder that... 
said something about oh nice move in that match or something. I don't know. Yeah, seemed very teasish. So I assume they're doing more of that. Uh, AJ Styles praised Brock Lesnar, said that he'd beat him in the sequel like Rocky. Uh, Styles challenged Jinder Mahal to a title fight, but Mahal appeared on the uh, video board and said his rematch would take place at Clash of Champions. The Singh brothers then jumped Styles from behind. Styles turned the tables and hit a Styles Clash and posed with his title. I was going to say, but his Singh brothers aren't going to do anything to AJ. I mean, if it was James Ellsworth, sure. whole other story. That's right. Smackdown. That's some fuck, eh? <laughs> I know. Like, we'll always remember the fact that James yep. Ellsworth beat AJ Styles. What was it, three times? Or was it two times? And then lost on the third. Three, I think. It was three. I think. And then lost on the fourth. Yeah. I think. And But then immediately fucking walking around on a leash. Yeah. It was a steep downcline for mm-hmm. him. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship match. Natalia uh, and Charlotte Flair. Natalia won via disqualification when Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan jumped the guardrail and attacked Natalia on the outside, then entered the ring and beat down Charlotte. Just these new ladies are just running amok. Running town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lumberjack match. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn defeated the New Day. Lumberjacks all brawled through the ring and backstage. Zayn took advantage of the confusion to roll up Kofi Kingston for the pin. After the match, Kevin Owens uh, ran through the crowd. New Day surrounded Sami Zayn in the ring and attacked him, then hit him with the midnight hour. Backstage, Owens begged Daniel Bryan not to fire them, and Bryan said that he never intended to fire them, and that Owens has a singles match against Randy Orton next week. It's weird that he just announced, like, going off the air. Or is that the end of the show? Yep. Yeah, going off the air would announce a non-title singles match. And I, again, didn't watch, but just based on reading this, um, I don't know. They're teasing some sort of a, like, Daniel Bryan is playing ROH favoritism with, no, don't, hey, you don't got to fire Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're, uh, we'll punish them instead. Is that how they're going to tease more dissension between him and Shane? Who knows? That'll be that'll be a tough... Uh, um. I don't know if they'll go with that because they won't think enough people will know about it. Sure. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there's no point in doing sub duds because we did not watch. So. Well, shows a god. The PVR's a dud. Yeah, that's right. Fucking PVR. Uh, I had to watch the Oilers game. Yeah. And they fucking got spanked. Yes, they did. We didn't even watch all of it. We watched, what, the first period? The fir- first game all year that I've had... Like, it had nothing to do with me having plans I had to go to or anything or prior commitments. I just turned the game off when I could have been watching it. Mm-hmm. It was the first time all year. Yeah. Sad. And it was a real it was a real stinker, that one. All right. Sa- uh, emails. Sapo316, yahoo.com. First one from Gizmo. Subject line. Happy American Turkey Day. Uh, hello, Sapot. Hope your week is going well. It is Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and I'm getting ready to eat until I can't eat no more. I was surprised to hear that as tolerant as Canada seems to be with everything, uh, seems to be everything and everyone, mm-hmm. that Scotty would look down on Coke addicts. <laughs> Apparently everyone has a line they wouldn't cross. For Scotty, he doesn't want you to do crack or like it when you touch his crack. <laughs> Those are two, That's true. two of Scotty's biggest things. <laughs> Those are the two things that he does not like. Uh, question time. One, wh- uh, I'm a bit late, but what was your favorite Halloween costume uh, you each wore, even when you were a kid. 
I would like the Buzz Lightyear. Sure. It was yeah. a good quality Buzz Lightyear costume. There was, uh, there was like a, when we were kids and that, that had just come out, like I would have been grade two, mm-hmm. there was a legit Buzz Lightyear costume that like you press the button and the wings pop up and everything. Couldn't afford that. And I wanted it so bad. Yeah. My parents wouldn't do it though. No. It was probably like fucking $170. Yeah. Back just then. His, back just, in then times. Just up as Pikachu one year. Okay. That was really cool. Actually, I think my favorite, I dressed up as a knight one year. And the oh. only reason that I liked it the most was, A, I got, my dad drew a fake goatee beard on me. Okay. Um, B, he, my first real foray into computers printed off a shield decal. Like a crest. Like, so we had, we had the, the helmet. Bears family crest. We had the helmet, which had like a dragon logo on it, like a generic perched dragon breathing fire sort of sure. thing. Uh, and then a shield plate came with the costume, which had the same logo on it. Okay. But there was no actual handheld shield. And I remember complaining, uh, yep. being like, oh, so I just, what? I'm just got this sword and I can't Someone's protect just myself anyway. Stab me? So the old man Bless his heart. got some cardboard, cut it into like a generic shield, put handles on the back so I could put, and then went to my cousin's house, printed off, found like the identical logo yep. that's on my chest, printed it off, colored it in with a Sharpie red. And then I had my own shield too, and I remember thinking it was the most badass thing ever. You hit a lot of kids with the shield. Still have that shield downstairs in my parents' place somewhere. I'd be damned. Yeah. You have to go uh, go to another family member's house to print something off. Yeah, I guess those are the days. Eh? Although I guess we would have to go to someone else's house to print something off. That's true. We would. We don't have a. Brain. We would. But why would we need to print it off? Is the real question. I mean, if we were doing that same situation, I guess yes, we yeah. would have to print it off. <laughs> Uh, two. I thought Black versus Dream was the best match of the weekend? Question mark. Yes, right up there. I would. Uh, I would be awful close to agreeing. Good storytelling and great wrestling. What did you guys think? Yeah, um, love that argue match. With him. Yep. I think <laughs> Alistair Black should be. He could. He could show up and beat Brock Lesnar right now, and I'd be like, sure. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Sold. Sold. Um, three. Since it seems like Bray Wyatt has disappeared from having any main. Storylines, do you think? Excuse me. They should make uh, JoJo's sister Abigail. The oh boy. Fuck? Or maybe make her his valet. Or do you think they shouldn't acknowledge their relationship because of Bray's force? Yes, I would go with the latter. Yes, I don't, I don't think, think she needs to be. And there's no wrestler that is more different than his. Like where they keep who he actually is outside the ring different than who he is inside the ring. That distance is very big with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, like it's not like he, he everyone else where it's like, oh, this guy went to do charity. Right. It's just like Bray Wyatt fucking doesn't exist unless he's in the WWE. He doesn't need the help on the stick. Nope. Um, well. He's got a... <laughs> he's got a great... Uh, a great Sex. look. Um, yeah. I, I, I just did, There's no need to give him a valet. No. At all. Um, and it, it wouldn't make sense for her to be his girlfriend... Nope. Because he's not a character that would ever have a girlfriend, in my opinion. Or his sister. Um, yeah. No, I don't think that needs to happen. He 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 already is Sister Abigail. So I think JoJo would probably be a pretty fucking terrible Sister Abigail, yep, too. She probably would. She's not a very scary lady. And she's, she's very good at what she does now. Mm. She's a hell of an announcer. She's yep. really carved that out for herself, which is nice. A small lady. Yep. Not where it counts. No. Four. Do you think they in the future they might bring up Paige's past and video as a promo or way to create heat with her? I mean, in an offhanded comment that kind of references it but yep. doesn't. 
Sure. In like one of the biggest feuds of the year, maybe. In, in yeah. my opinion, it would be cool if Charlotte did it. Sure. Because remember when Paige brought up Charlotte's brother and sure. that didn't go over real well? But then wouldn't Paige just bring up Charlotte's lopsided titties? I mean, that's true. They both did have some leaks. Yeah. But Charlotte's were far less severe than that's true. Than uh, Paige's. Uh, I don't think they'll ever directly bring it up, no. though. And even even, like, even even loosely, I don't think they would. Exactly. Like, if you're going to do anything, you're going to give it the old, like, Xavier Woods, uh, when the Usos drop the, mm-hmm. drop the, the, the little nudge being like, hey, yeah. we're talking about you and all those fucking things you get up to on the internet there. Yeah. But I don't know if you do that with, with Paige. Nope. I think you want that to just go away. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you could get anything you wanted for Christmas, what would you want? Love the pot. Till next time. Keep being like Mario and get those turtles, Gizmo. I'd want. This is a tough question because I would want. Well, if I could have any for Christmas, I'd want a billion dollars. But right, right. Um, a new TV. Sure. But I don't want a new TV until I get a bigger place. Right. So the thing right now, there's a fucking stack of stuff that is based on me getting like a big living room mm-hmm. area to put my stuff. Yep. Um, Cause I want a bigger TV. That bigger TV is probably going to be like a 4k TV. Mm-hmm. So I got to get the TV that's going to set me up for the next 10 years or so. Sure. Once I get that, then it's the new Xbox. It's all yep. this stuff that I want that all hinges on the bigger TV and I'm not getting the bigger TV and putting it in my room. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, what about a switch? I, I don't care as much as I ought to. I kind of want to play that Mario game, but that's mm. it. Yeah, me too. That's kind of all I care about too. Splatoon. No. 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 No Splatoon. Um, what do I want? What do I want for Christmas? I mean, I would take a new Xbox. That wouldn't be the worst thing. I want like a supermodel to fall in love with me. Bingo. <laughs> There you go. That was better than anything I've said yet. I'll take that answer, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Duncan writes in an email, Dear the Hash Slinging Sat Potters. Hey, dudes. Uh, for the record, that is not true. Uh, hey, dudes. I hope your week ha- weeks have been lovely and bubbly. Question time. Oh, but also, Duncan sent an email. Remember last week when he said he wrote a uh, drunk email but didn't send it? Huh? He did send it this week. Okay. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't feel like reading it this week, so we'll leave it for next week. All right. I guess Scotty in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope your weeks have been lovely and bubbly. Question time one. Is no one kicking out of the F5 so that when Reigns does it at WrestleMania, it's extra special? Yeah, probably. Who's that? Well, Taker, Taker would have been the last one, probably. During their feud. Well, who did, did Goldberg kick out of one? No. Probably. I can't even remember what fucking happens yesterday anymore. The brain's going. It's going. I think he did kick out a one. Like who were who were Lesnar's programs since Mania? Uh, okay, so Goldberg at Mania, uh-huh. and he was gone for like four months, five months even. Right. Did Samoa Joe, who did not kick out? No. Actually, his next two matches were the exact same, where he got beat up for a while, then hit one F five, and it was over. Yeah. I don't remember who it was after Samoa Joe, but it was the exact He's same. He's a multi man. There was a multi-man in there. Was it? Yeah, it was Joe. It was a big, it was, yeah, it was Joe Stroman, him, and someone else fucking huge. 
Oh, right. It was like the, was it Reigns? It might have been Reigns. It might have been Reigns. Yeah. And yeah. he got like taken right. out of that match, didn't yep. he? And then came back in Stroman. and won. Yeah. Yep. And then I think they did go to Strowman in a singles match afterwards. But I don't know if he kicked out of one. I don't even remember that match. Yeah. Uh, but Fuck. you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, if you had to be the roommate of a current roster WWE superstar, whom would you choose and why? Rusev. Xavier Woods. Video games. Sure. Sure. I mean, you don't know. You want someone clean. Sure. I mean, my, cur- my current roommate isn't overly clean. Yep. But. I mean, Xavier Woods is just going to be fucking banging chicks all over the place, <laughs> That's though. fucking true. Yeah. Who, who isn't going to. Butt sex. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess if you get Rusev in there, you get Lana hanging around. That's true. Yeah. And just beers and shooting the shit. That guy seems like a really good dude. What if he doesn't drink? Yeah, that would that would kind of suck. Yeah. Maybe he smokes. Maybe he smokes. Mm. Then um, he's pretty much, that's all I need. I'm good. Yeah, there's a lot of guys I wouldn't want to be roommates with. Yep. Seth Rollins seems like he'd be a fucking terrible roommate. Yep. Miz. Yeah, Miz would be a bad roommate. Hmm. Braun Strowman seems like a good dude. He'd break all my furniture. Yeah, that's true. Well, (laughs) again, no different than your current roommate. (laughs) If I was just going to say, like, who could I be roommates with that would cause me the least amount of personal change, I would probably get Braun Strowman in there. Sure, that's fair. And walk in the door every day and be like, hey, Warren, Braun. Braun. Uh, who, in your opinion, is the most attractive women's wrestler at the moment? Mine is a bit of an unorthodox choice in Nikki Cross. Mm. I don't think that's un- uh, that unorthodox. What She's the uh, what the doctors call sneaky hot. Yeah, it's true. Um, jeez, I still uh, Bliss it's really Alexa, does it for yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> cannot be Alexa Bliss. Four with it being American Thanksgiving today. What are you guys thankful for in your lives? Fuck all. A job. Yeah. Did we not do this already? On Canadian Thanksgiving, yes. Oh, right. Yep. Um, it's the same things. <laughs> yep, yep, that's good. Uh, five, with almost winning the NXT title, do you think his run will be more filler, or do you think they will try and make him a fighting champion? He's a heel, mm-hmm. so probably not a fighting, fighting champion. Who are we talking about, sorry? Almas. Almas, yeah. Um, I mean, how much, like, NXT champions, even the faces rarely f- are fighting the champions. They do their, yeah, yeah, they just do their... Good point. Uh, does Kevin Owens get another chance at the top title in his career? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they're as cool on Kevin as people think they are. I agree. Um, we watched that uh, 365. Is that what it's called? It's yeah. just called 365. Kevin Owens 365 or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Yeah, I get like mixed up between the documentaries they do sometimes, and I actually don't remember the last 365 I watched. That was the first one. It was the first one ever? Yep. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Because um, I was like, this is like 24. And then I was like, oh, this is different than 24. This yep. is made by different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Kevin Owens one was, that guy's really tough on himself. He is. That guy um, does not like a lot of what he does. That moment with Vince is like legitimately terrifying. When he, yeah, he comes up we to good? Vince. Nope. Are we good? And just nope. no eye contact. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck. That was after the Jericho WrestleMania match. Yeah. Which... As you and I said, we yep. both did not like, so it's... And he, before going and meeting with Vince, also did not like that match. Right, so he knew. Yeah. And then even, well, let's, I'm not going to... 
I would leave something for the viewers, sure. I guess. Yeah. Um, I do think that Kevin Owens will turn face at some point. Yeah. I think people are probably already ready to cheer him. Yeah. Um, maybe not fully. Uh, but when that time comes, he'll be he'll be big and he'll get right back up there. No mm-hmm. doubt in my mind. Uh, which superstar do you think would look cooler with a beard? And which superstars do you think would look cooler without a beard? Well, definitely not Braun Strowman. I've seen him without a beard, and he looks like a dumbass. Um, who would look cool with a beard? If Neville could grow like a Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt esque beard, that You'd would like look pretty that? cool. Although it does look good because it's just so shitty that he makes him hateable. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like, like rest, wrestlers I, look good with beards. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, number one answer. Sure. Brock Lesnar. We've seen Brock Lesnar with a beard. Yeah, and he should just let it go. Yeah, like fucking full on lumberjack Canadian. Just go with it. Yeah, let it happen. Uh, without a beard's tough because people who have beards generally look good with beards and look horrible without. Like, I'm looking at Harper and Rowan, and I yep. think those guys nope. would both look nope. stupid without a beard. Nope. Maybe Rowan would look okay because he's bald. Sure. And he'd just be, like, a perfectly smooth little baby head. Mm-hmm. But I just can't see Harper without a beard. Yeah, there's nobody that I can think of that has a beard that I would think that he would look better without it. Mm-hmm. Um, Eight, my friend just went through a really tough breakup. How would somebody, uh, sorry, how would you help someone who's gone through such a sucky experience? Liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get drunk with them. Um, They'll cry. Yeah, let it happen. Yep. Let it all out. Sob Sember's coming. Let, <laughs> let out the bad, out with the bad, in with the good. That's, that's, what right. it's, that's what it's all about. And then when they're good and ready, take them to a strip club. Yeah. yeah. Some slots. Just get them, surround them by slots. Yep. Pay for a lap dance or two. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little something, something extra if you got the cash for it. And then, then you're good. if it's too early... You will also start crying during the lap dance. Which is fine. Yeah. It happens. Most most guys have that happen to them. That's right. It's totally normal. Uh, do you find Moro's constant random pop culture references as annoying as I do sometimes? Like yes. when he ram- randomly referenced Lil Pump and that annoying yeah. song ass song Gucci Gang for no real reason during the pay-per-view. Uh, I don't remember hearing that, but that again. We probably didn't because, know what it was. Like Yeah. Well, and I was far removed from the television. That's true. To not be able to hear that audio. Um, no, I, I I like Moro, and I think he's super intelligent. Um, there's some good ones. He yeah, does every have now some and then he ones. has a good one, but I don't think I'm getting enough good ones per amount he's throwing out. And I'm not, I'm not a pun guy either. And I mm. bet you there's probably a, a connection between people who really like puns sure. and people who yeah. like like that stretch uh, metaphor, yeah. where it's like, oh, that's a bigger. He hit harder than this person on this day at this event. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Moro. He's kind of like, and this is going to be local as shit, but he's kind of the Gene Principe of the WWE. Sure. Maybe not to that extreme of cheese. Yeah. Because he is very good at what he and does. And Gene Principe is very much about the puns. Yes. Yeah. Um, but but same sort of eye roll reaction sometimes. But yeah. then there is other times where I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. I and, like and, that. And some people love that shit. Like yeah. they're like, they're, and you, like, I try and say to people, like, puns aren't funny. Mm. Like, like a really good pun yeah. sometimes. Like, and for me, a really good pun is one where you don't, like, emphasize the word or something. You just say it. Yeah. And the other person's like, yeah, wait. What? Wait. Um, yeah. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, puns aren't good. Pun, 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 puns aren't funny. And they're like, yeah, but it, it's like the not funny yeah. that is so funny, isn't it? And I'm like, no. 
No. No, it's not. not it's not funny. If you if you say two can play at that game when there's something about a bird, yeah. I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay, been there, done that. That's true. Um, I used to uh, annoy almost to the point of torture one of our Nate teachers with uh, puns. Every Wednesday was Pun Wednesday. Yeah. And, and that was only because I know how much she hated it. Right. With an absolute passion. Yeah. And uh, therefore, I just use that to my own advantage. I agree with your teacher. Um, yeah. I was a bit of a dick. Yeah. She unfollowed you, me were, on, on were, Twitter. Were you like that? Which one was this? Lamia. Okay. Yeah. Was, it, was this one of like the, were you like being like the, you mean like grape soda? Yes. Yeah. Like super like, over the top. Right. There was one that I had that I found somewhere that was, uh, some about like a whole bunch of different puns, and they tried the whole bunch, and like there was oh this guy t- tried ten puns on somebody, and not one or one, no pun intended, or I don't remember what. Oh yeah, was. no pun intended. And yeah. that one really got her. I was like the final straw. I think she kicked yeah. me out of class that day too. Yeah. So I would have. I got no time for that. Fucking puns. Oh, funny. And then they, like, not even you like you're just taking these puns off the internet too. It's true. I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah. I'm not even being clever. I'm just yeah. searching them. Like that's all it is. Like if a pun is gonna make me laugh, it's gonna be like it's the ones where someone actually needs to say no pun intended because yeah. it almost snuck up on them too. Sure. Like or where it's like, oh, hey, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think PD should be banned in sports entertainment where there is actually where there's no actual competition besides the health risks? Thanks, bros. Uh, we've had this conversation, and I think it's fascinating. Be banned in sport. Oh, I like, see. Like do you, like performance enhancing drugs? You could make an argument that there should be no problem with having performance enhancing drugs in the WWE because you're not trying to get a competitive advantage. No, you're just trying to look good and yeah. be strong. It's the, but the health risks. It is the health risks. Yeah. Um, I've always been an advocate of a PED league. There should be a PED baseball league. There should be a PED football. Sure, sure. If these idiots want to do it, and no let them do it. No, you're gonna have to. Happen, you're gonna have to fucking buy tickets to go see it too, because it's not gonna be on TV. No, no. Um, Maybe Spike. Keep on being too drunk to send an email, Duncan Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. Good. And finally, Nova Punk. First time in a long time, actually. Very long time. Um. Hey, Sapod, what are your thoughts on Vince thinking Finn Balor is bland? Do you think Balor is bland? Um, also, has Scotty been sick for like five years now? Nova. Because um, he's not here because he's sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I can see where people who think Finn Balor is bland are coming from, mm-hmm. even though I very much like Finn Balor. Yep. But he is... Very yeah, he is way same match yep. usually. Smallish series of matches. Yep, smallish white guy with black uh, black trunks. Yep, um, kind of yeah, cookie cutter look to him. Yep, for lack of a better word. I mean, the accent is kind of cool, but they're not, and not that I want them to do this by any stretch. Don't misunderstand me. They're not really playing up his Irishness. They're no. not making him the wrestling stereotype that they do with. Nope. Let's say Sheamus. Um, the. The thing he has is that demon thing, and they don't go to that very often. Right. And I'll sit here and say, well, it's good that they don't go to it very often because it makes it special when they do do it. But at the same time, you can argue that it's like, okay, if they go go to it every two pay-per-views, what feels like, then that's a whole lot of just regular Finn Balor having regular old matches that 
are above average in quality, but never seem to matter. You know what they should do is they should uh, they should draft Finn Balor to uh, SmackDown, uh-huh. and then draft the Demon to Raw, and just have him wrestle they're the both same, shows. They're the same person, both shows, all every week for a full year, just <laughs> both doing both programs. <laughs> And both shows. Same same salary oh, for Finn. Yep, that's right. But yep. working double. Um He'll love that. I'm sure. Why why not? He gets to travel with Kev that way. It's true. They're they're good buddies as we found out. But then he has to like leave Kev twice as often. Ah, details. Minor details. Uh Sapot three sixteen Yahoo.com if you want to send us an email. That would be uh, greatly appreciated. Be it drunken or not. We uh we don't pick favorites here on the Sat Pod. Uh, well, we I do. It is our studs and duds segment. That's true. That's true. Also, we don't allow the Miz guy to that's email, right. so we very much pick favorites. That's right. Everyone um, is our favorite except, <laughs> except for Miz <laughs> yeah. guy. Uh, I randomly selected Vengeance 2011. I don't know why, but mm. I did. Um, it's uh, the song is called "Make Some Noise." Bracket put 'em up. Bracket by the Crystal Method. Feet Yellow Wolf. Put them up. Put them up. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't I don't think know. so. I um, think they're still playing that song on WWE now. Dark match was uh, Wade Barrett defeating Daniel Bryan in a singles match. Well, there you go. Uh, was this before the? No. This would have been after the split. After Nexus. Yeah. Okay. Because Daniel Bryan came back as one of the good guys. Wade Barrett was still one of the bad guys. Oh right, he wasn't actually a part of the Nexus when he came back. Yeah. So. Um. Wait. No. But then that makes sense that they had a match against each other here. Then. Yeah. I think this would have been like in the Nexus. Yeah. Okay. Story. Yeah. Uh. Air Boom, Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston, and Evan Bourne defended their tag team championships, which they won in Edmonton, Alberta. Certain somebody was sitting third row for that match against Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger, Vicky Guerrero's team. God, I hated that angle. Yep. Uh, then Dolph Ziggler had, what the fuck? He was in a tag team title match and also already had the United States Championship in which he defended against Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder won that? Oh, he defended. He defended. Actually yeah. successfully defended it. Beth Phoenix defended her uh, Divas Championship against Eve Torres. Shamos defeated Christian, 10-37. The Miz and R-Truth defeated CM Punk and Triple H in a tag match. Don't wow. Wow. 1524. That's Randy, weird. Randy Orton defeated Cody Rhodes 1211. I assume that's the end of uh or towards the end of Legacy. Yeah. Uh Mark Henry and the Big Show in a match for the World Heavyweight Championship ended in a no contest at 1319. They they broke the ring. That's where they broke the ring, I bet. Gotcha. Daniel Bryan either lost the title to Mark Henry or won it off of him with that briefcase. I bet you won it off of him. Won with it that off briefcase. of him. Yep. Uh, and Alberto Del Rio defended his WWE Championship against John Cena in a last man standing match at 27 minutes and 4 seconds with the help of Ricardo Rodriguez. I don't remember this pay-per-view at all. No, me neither. It's in my dark zone. Actually, no, I would have been back into it. Well, I would have been maybe just getting back into it after Not quite at pay-per-view level into it yet. Yeah, well, because it's still pre-network and pre-me knowing how to illegally access certain things so you had to steal your wallet from your pop that's right uh, all right so we're listening to make some noise put them up by the crystal method feet yellow wolf enjoy that uh we'll be back with another podcast next week you can follow us on twitter at sapod 
I am at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. At ScottBox64. At BB Boris. There's a big PWA show this Saturday. Uh, it is Christmas Slam featuring somebody who wrestled on Vengeance 2011, Cody Rhodes. His mm. wife, Brandy, will also be here wrestling. I'm stoked. Um, North Yate Lions Rec Center. You can uh, maybe buy tickets at the door. I know ringside sold out, and I'm assuming it's going to be a very full house. So keep that in mind if you are going to head down. I'll get there early and get yourself a hot dog. Okay, now it's time for make some noise. Um, you want to do it, or should we just, just? No, I haven't even been thinking, even for the amount of time I'm usually thinking. Uh, until next time, what made us laugh today? I don't know. Jeez. I don't know. I'm tired. Until next time, keep crushing 12 7 ups. <laughs> <laughs>